I was genuinely LOLing. Hello and welcome to Unrelenting, episode number 106. Yeah, we're into March finally. Hey. 24, yeah. March. At first they had episode number 206 down, found my notes. That was obviously a typo. Or did we we do an extra 100 episodes? (laughs) Yes, you slept through them. We're at 206 now. With the the last 100, good. Well, donations weren't great, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. We'll have to go back through the last hundred episodes and see who donated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think I think you talked about it. I think we're all good. It's a beautiful day in the city of Chirac. It's down. I mean, it's well, it's in the uh, about 40 degrees now. So, yeah, it's back. not a whole lot warmer here right now. I know. I heard you guys were getting some storms. You were getting hit. Um, I don't know about that. I may probably slept through it, but we're, temperatures are definitely in the upper 40s right now. Did you get some snow yet? <laughs> no, no Don't snow. Even joke about that. <laughs> they, you know, they love it when it gets some snow down in Austin. Mm-hmm. Then they turn your power off just because they're like, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Can't have these people being too comfortable in a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. They may be trying to kill you. Have you thought about that? Well, they, you know. I'm sure they are, actually. I don't think that's a question. We have spiked up to 46 people listening on the stream. Woo! Up? You mean down? <laughs> no, it's up to 47. There's, there's another one. Uh-huh. Cotton Gin wrote a little script that now does a rolling four hours. So it looks like a, uh, it looks like an EKG or a lie detector test with uh, the uh-huh. thing just kind of going up and down, up and down. So it's kind of fun to watch that now. You don't have to go to Doug and ask him. You can just watch Cotton Gin script on the web. For no agenda, okay. it's great. It goes up like, woo! It goes up through uh, Fletcher's, well, I'm sorry, Dusty Apple's pre-show. And then it really jumps up through the rock and roll pre-show. And then no agenda comes on. And then Adam Curry, not wrong. The minute, especially now that they're doing their donation segment at the end. Because mm-hmm. they've been doing donation segment, then just the meetup reports and that, and then one last little cute story, and then done. Fell off a cliff the minute the donations started. Really, people are like, "Nope, don't want to hear those." But yeah, it's fun to watch in real time. It's like watching what are they? You know, those focus groups. You can see the people like, "Oh, I like it, I like it, I like it, I like it," and then no, no, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. Yeah, yeah, that's not uh, far off for sure. That. Like your description is not far off, so I mean, uh huh, uh huh. It's interesting to see because, uh, you know, then you get into the psychology of the people that are donating, and if you know that the donations have now been moved to the end of the show, mm. and people are tuning out, well, then does anybody yeah. even know you donated? So that can hurt donations. Where the people that were pissed about the donations being earlier in the show the way i would look at it is those people are never going to donate so you really shouldn't be cared if the people who never donate are pissed 
because the way the show is supported is by the people who do donate. Okay, you're starting to lose me. What? What? What are you getting that? <laughs> I'm just saying. You, are you suggesting? Why don't we do donations right now? Is what I'm thinking. Right. Well, this is great because we can. Uh, this is the uh, the ultimate. Scott Gorman came in with the show mm-hmm. number donation, one hundred and six dollars, and no freaking note. Scott, if you had something to say, feel mm-hmm. free to uh, send us a note. Do we have email addresses at Unrelenting? Maybe I should set one up. We have Gene at SirGene.com. True. We have Darren at GrumpyOldBenz.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you read the notes, I was going to reply to him, but I didn't have his email. Who? Was there there a note from Scott? Because I got a $106 donation from him. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Sorry. No, not Scott. I was talking about the guy that talked about Affinity. Oh, you're talking about the little 2000 Satoshi boost. I'm talking about $106 coming in. Well, you didn't tell me about that. That's news to me. I just did. Wake up. I know you were up at like 4 a.m. memeing things, so I don't know. I was. uh, God, I got no freaking sleep today. I mean, we have a show number donation without a note. That is, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that that is weird. But if you had anything. He generally sends donations. We are both uh, on X. Sends notes. (laughs) We's on X. And I will. I mean, I should set up like notes at unrelenting dot show. That would make sense, too. So mm-hmm. a PayPal should allow you to send a note in, but they don't always do it. Yeah. And then our buddy, I, I've honestly I know some people say that I have never had a note not go through PayPal. That would that usually it's when people forget to put it in or they do something weird mm-hmm. or it's one of these things where the website just isn't set up correctly. I was trying to buy some stuff from our buddy cal over at lavenderblossoms.org mm-hmm. and i could have sworn i was doing everything right putting in the credit card number and it just would spin it would spin it would spin and there's nothing worse mm-hmm. than something that just never gives you an error it just keeps spinning just keeps spinning and then you have to refresh and like well did that go through because i don't want my credit card hit again and again and again right don't right, want to cause right. any issues and then realized that phone number or something was a field that was required but it wasn't filled in so but it didn't say oh no phone number not filled in Hmm. so it took me a while to figure that one out sometimes i think that's the way paypal kind of works even though there's a note maybe (laughs) it doesn't pass the note along or they don't know that the note or what something weird but gene and i are both on x and you had gene at sirgene.com darren at randomthoughts.com or grumpyoldbenz.com that that all works so if you had something to say because we do appreciate the show number donation we should get like a big so well, yeah obviously a big totally. big prize pack for that one i mean if we had uh, unrelenting.social you would totally be a member now but we don't yet i don't know that people want that i know because social the uh the fediverse but we can get to that the fediverse is dying the people the only reason the no agenda fetty thing was a thing which was one of the biggest yes. at the time when it came first arrived well it was because it was that kind of a closed community sadly enough mm-hmm. people went there because of we want to talk to other no agenda folks the minute that yeah. fell apart those people all left there is a vast yep. majority of the people that i was following were following me now that the switch over was made they're just gone mm-hmm 
Our buddy Tim Heasel comes in with his monthly $10.80 donation. Thank you very much. Kevin Seifert with his monthly $5 donation. Thank you. And uh, then we did have a boost from Aqualith for 2033 Satoshis. With the way Bitcoin's going, that might be like $500 soon. Mm -hmm. But right now it's like a buck or two. I think that's what 2033 would be. And he there talked man. about our Adobe cloud discussion. I'm still looking for a good price on the Adobe student teacher that was on sale. I know it was on sale when I found I, out I needed it and it <clears> went <throat> off and I saw, but yours is on student teacher. So then I would get screwed. No, it's regular edition at 40% off. Yeah. But then I would have to have the student teacher one expire. And then when I can't find the other one in a year, then I would, so that would all be kind of screwy, mm. but Aqualist. Uh, so you're paying monthly, right? No, yearly. Oh, you prepay for the whole year yeah oh damn i get the card from yeah and you see it had been amazon would sell okay. them but then amazon went to digital only and their system for digital subscriptions sucks yeah yeah best buy with the last year i bought the card from best buy and they would deliver it this year best buy won't deliver it they say they're in the store so i could probably just walk into a best buy mm -hmm. it looks like b and h still does it where they will just provide you with the code for one year so you just go into your account on the adobe and you give it the code and it adds a year mm. so i spend the 200 it was on sale i think for 179 which was insane and now it's back yeah. up to the what 230 bucks for the year which is still way better than buying adobe at full price oh yeah yeah no it's like 600 bucks a year at full price so yeah this is less than half which so, is a, and we're talking about it because why of the boost from aqualith who said we talked about right. it on the last show and he says have you not heard of affinity affinity.serif.com right yeah they have a photoshop illustrator and in design alternative suite that's buy once own forever just like the old school adobe suite as god intended a lot of small shops like mine are boycotting with it and happily churning out great stuff for our clients and uh no i was not aware of affinity i know there are alternatives really? out there okay but i was not really aware of it because i really haven't looked for years because i'm like i like yeah photoshop i'm used to photoshop i do use audition for the audio i don't see anything in here mm -hmm. for audio recording multi-track all the fun stuff that adobe audition gives you I also not as often, but I do use the video premiere program that uh, Adobe has. So, yep. I'm a little bit more ingrained in things that aren't. If it was just Photoshop, then this would make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. But when you get into the audio stuff, the video stuff, and there are things that I would like to use that I just have never gotten around to playing around with too much with the adobe one including the character animator where you can create the character and then turn your webcam on and just move around like a freak and it will make the character move around like you are i mean i think that's kind of cool stuff that is cool stuff and i i've been meaning to play with that for a long time but let me answer the uh the, the donation that we got uh, for affinity uh unlike you i am very aware of it are you I using it? Bought the entire Affinity Suite when it came out, and then um, about a year ago, so several years after I bought the full suite, and I think 
I want to say they were 99 bucks per app and there's three apps, which is so horrible about at 300 all. bucks. So it wasn't too bad. But about a few years after that, um, they came out with affinity two or affinity pro, or I can't remember what the name is, but they stopped updating the apps that I bought and they changed the name slightly and they came out with new apps. Oh yeah. But you don't have to pay for those old ones anymore. And no, I don't. But that's when I decided to stop going with Affinity and go back to Photoshop because, uh, you know, the, the idea that you buy once and you don't have to pay yearly is a great idea. However, if all they do is come out with a new app that you have to rebuy right. every two years, it's right. the same goddamn thing. Right. They'll say you don't have to updated or updated, Yo, you don't but. have to you still keep it sure well i guess maybe unlike some people i like to have the latest features so yes i mean i, I still I, hear I've occasionally from people mainly on and, uh, on threads online and adobe like, has so many more tools including right. a, about a dozen different apps on the ipad that well again the idea of affinity would be cool and that like i have some games like i was playing the other day i was playing um no man's sky which came out nine years ago and um they've been making updates for free to that game for the last nine years so it's still a maintained and supported game i paid 50 bucks or whatever it was once for it and it still works nine years later Right. And I'm assuming they're still selling the game. It's still viable. They're still selling the game. Exactly. And this is this is true of most games on Steam is that uh, when you buy them, the support cycle tends to be in, you know, three to five to even 10 years for some games. And the trend on iPad apps uh, was very much a make an app. If it goes big and you make enough money. You immediately make a new version of that app, which you don't right. upgrade everybody who bought the first app to, and you call it Pro, or you call it Two, or you call it something with a year in it. And uh, okay, maybe I'll do that once. So I'll buy the second, the new Pro app, or whatever version you got. Um, and then uh, they do it again. I mean, remember right. this is what Adobe used to do back in the day, back when. People weren't complaining about the fact that they had a subscription. Adobe had uh, apps that they create. And I, incidentally, I've been an Adobe Photoshop user since version 1.0. I I believe that it was 1986 is the first year that I bought Photoshop. Yeah, I think I first bought version six for some reason is sticking out in my mind and i think at that it, point it, it was, was like black and white when i bought it well yeah that's how old it is version six wasn't but i think when i bought version six unless mm-hmm. I'm, I'm totally hallucinating maybe i am i think it was like 1299 bucks it was something crazy for just for photoshop no this no was just, photoshop i don't think it's no that's that's not correct it's never been that expensive uh back back in the 80s it was 300 bucks i believe and that was crazy expensive for a piece of software and then at least in the mac there might have been some packages that were on other pro platforms that were but on the mac it seems crazy and then um 
you know, that was back when it was just Photoshop. There was no Illustrator. There was no any other software that that uh, came with a bundle. And then uh, by by the mid nineties, even before that, by the early nineties, I think the price had gone up to four ninety nine, and then five ninety nine. And I think the highest that I remember seeing it without additional software just for Photoshop was six ninety nine. So I I don't think it's ever been over a thousand. Now, if I'm wrong, somebody has a, a an image of a for sale of a price for over a thousand bucks. Send it to us. That'd be very curious. But I was using Photoshop a lot back then. I actually was working in the pre-press space, and uh, it, I don't think it ever went over 700 bucks by itself. If you wanted the whole Adobe suite, obviously that was more expensive. But also, when back then, initially, you bought Photoshop, and they gave you free updates for about three years. And then that time slowly started shrinking to where you got one year of free updates but the subscription model my that's my point i know i'm kind of taking a long way around it but the subscription model for adobe came about as a result of people complaining about the fact that they kept charging for new versions and incidentally you could always buy an upgrade if you were a current customer of photoshop and a new version comes out your upgrade price will typically be less than 50% of what you paid for the previous version. Yeah. Quite often. So if it 30%. Was six, yeah. So if it was six ninety nine, if it was a $700 product, initially your upgrade would probably be two ninety nine, And those were always the most expensive software products you could buy other than specialty stuff like Mathematica or, you know, design works or shit. That's really meant for you to make money with. Uh, which Adobe Photoshop definitely is meant to make money with. It's not a fuck around kind of software, uh, even though a lot of us have used it for fucking around. So, so my long winded point about this is yes, I'm aware of affinity. I, I was a customer, but when they decided to update it to whatever the next version was, I just, decided to go back to paying for adobe yeah according to a post on twitter which we know is always right it said uh, cs6 mm-hmm. cost 699 mm-hmm. when it came out there you go which, so that's the highest price i remember was 699 which now they want to charge you what 50 bucks a month so about 600 the full a year. rate with no discount is 50 bucks a month which is 600 dollars a year so and that gives you like 14 desktop products and nine products on the iPad. Yes. Yeah, so depending, oh, the initial release of Photoshop 33 years ago, uh, well, like mm-hmm. 33 years ago, it was February 19th, 1990. So I guess that's 34 years now, right? Oh, it was before 90. So they, they changed the name of it. It was originally released as Darkroom and then it became Photoshop. They, um, First time I saw it, when I actually bought it, was at SIGGRAPH in either 86 or 87. But it's that same company, it was the same logo, same everything. It was a black and white product. And the the color version uh, was an upgrade from that. And the concept of 
monthly subscription versus update pricing, you're always going to have somebody that's mad about one or the other. The thing comes down to how much you use the yeah, software. Yeah, I mean, ideally, it's free upgrades for life, right? Right, which a few <laughs> things do. I mean, I've got yeah, the program that many. I have on Windows that uh, that does all of the crazy things yeah. for having multiple monitors. It's called Dis- Display Fusion. And I don't mm. know if they run this all the time, but at one point they ran a buy it once and you will get updates for life. Mm. Mm. And I've been getting updates for life. That so, Yeah, there's a few. There's there are yeah, other there's a programs. few products like that, but not many, man. No, I do directory opus, which I love on my Windows machines to replace the Windows Explorer. It's an Australian company that's been coming. I've been using this for who the hell uses it? Windows Explorer. I don't know, but I wouldn't. That's why the minute I get a new computer, it's display or not display fusion. The directory opus replaces that. It's well worth it. I don't get uh, unlimited updates, but. Every year, like you said, and when the new version comes out, and it may mm-hmm. not be every year, but when a new version comes out, it's like thirty yeah. percent of the retail price if you want to upgrade. <clears throat> I was I was doing a Photoshop upgrades about every other year. Basically, I want as long as you could go and still qualify for the next version, which was oh to keep the longer discount than going, the year. right? Yeah, yeah. Because at some point, if you're like two versions behind, they're not going to let you do it, but. I think I want to say it was like 18 to 20 months, <laughs> roughly. Um, and, you know, I was for for some time, I was actually making enough money with Photoshop that it was it made total sense. Um, and then I was not making money with Photoshop and then I was like bitching about it, but still doing it. And then in the uh, early 2000s, um, I switched from analog photography from old school film to doing digital photography. And then I started using Photoshop all the time again. And then they came out with Darkroom. Uh, although maybe that was in the 90s they came out. But no, I think it was in 2000s. I think it was uh, mid 2000s Darkroom came out. Um, and that honestly became a much more useful tool than Photoshop was to me. And And they also came out with a photo uh discount so that if you don't need all the other crap you just wanted photoshop right then it was like 29 bucks a month right because when people started immediately complaining were the folks that they built their business upon which were a lot of professional Mm -hmm. photographers who were like hey i'm never gonna do audio editing hey i'm never gonna do video editing exactly screw that shit and the video editing stuff honestly for a lot of people like Final Cut was 199 bucks when it came out, 299 pretty much since then for the last 20 years, and arguably does everything and has had tons of professional work uh, edited on it. Although I use DaVinci now for what little editing I do, I actually bought DaVinci, which is a uh, I think the the best deal right now. 99 bucks for a commercial product that movies are made on. <laughs> Hard to beat that. Uh, yeah, and, um, you know, it's not a subscription. Well, there are different ways to look at where you can pull the most money in. And most of these companies do yeah. that with what they've got. And, yeah, the and it doesn't Adobe help piracy. Piracy done well. Yeah, well, and piracy is still rampant. You know, well, it is because, again, now they've jacked up the prices of the subscription so high that people aren't paying the subscription because piracy totally 
got reduced when they went to the subscription model because a lot of people got what they wanted which is i'm not gonna pay you 600 bucks or more every year for one piece of software that's insane uh i only use it now and then so that's the other thing is what i do is i rarely keep a subscription running the whole year i generally will start it when there's a sale and i will stop it after i haven't used it for a few months which makes sense and so you know i haven't gotten to the point where it's it's something that i need all the time because uh i use other tools although arguably you know like for um well there's always another tool descript which i've been using for audio editing forever yes uh it seems like for like three years now i think um or longer but that's 20 bucks a month so that's what 240 bucks a year right and when you now look at and i have uh just saw the different settings and what you can do now in Mm -hmm. premiere but you can take your wave file now so if you're doing this for podcasting you could take your finished wave file and throw Mm -hmm. that into premiere and it will even though it's the video editor that's the only thing that has built in where it will look for long silences it will look for filler Mm -hmm. words it will do pretty much everything i believe that the script does for you right it's about time honestly they should have done it sooner now i don't know the quality because this would be the other question is the descript process is their algorithm better at voice to text because this you don't want it to been around longer yeah but you don't want to screw up and have it telling you that although it'll highlight the filler word so you can go through and decide on your own it's not like you have to let adobe well just take all filler words out that you think you played with the script at all you should grab the free version just to test it versus adobe i had it like right when i first heard about it but it's been a while Mm. been a while okay so i've been streaming for a while but just finally got around to posting the link well hey we're live on x yeah and it's all running in obs now so it's not using the the link is that better well, it's not better. It's just that uh, this allows us to use clean feed for the sound portion. Is it giving us a better uh, equalized sound so everybody sounds good? You're assuming anybody's watching? No, uh, I like mean, but if they are. After I mentioned it. But if they tune in and you're like, hi, I'm Gene. I'm really loud. And I'm like, I, 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 they're like, wait, I can't hear the other guy. It's uh, I'm getting into the yellow. Say something. Hello. Yeah, you're you're a little under you. So I let me just oh jack me up, baby, jack me up good. Just a little, I think you're max jacked. <laughs> max jacked. Max jacked, man. We're max jacked right here on unrelenting. How you doing, everybody? Got a max. Hey, you can jack. you can you can tweak that on your end because you can turn up the ascending back to me portion. Right, uh, but the clean feed only lets you do so much, and then they start adjusting it for like, oh, you're yeah, too oh, loud. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because you can even see it on clean feed. You're not getting into the yellow. Yeah, you're barely hitting the yellow, and I'm not. Yeah, I always I try to peek at the yellow just into it. I don't go much past that, but you're not even getting to the yellow in here. I got to go into my mix minus. Feed. I'll just jack up the there mix you. minus a little bit. One, two, mix minus, mix minus. Oh, yeah, this is high-quality audio gear just right now. Hey, hey. Oh, there we go. Tad higher. Oh, tad right higher. there. See, I just hit it. I just right hit there. The now you're starting to touch the yellow. Oh, you got to touch yeah, that yellow, it, baby. And the, 
the 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 two meters totally correspond to each other. So when you're in the yellow in uh, clean feed, you're in the yellow in the audio mixer and going into OBS. That's a beautiful thing. Memes thirteen thirty seven also came in with thirteen thirty seven said long suffering mm-hmm. listener. First and most likely last time booster. Finally, some decent content. Good news. It's probably going to cause the removal of the show. Smiley face. Stay unrelenting. Well, thank you, memes. Which content do you think he's all, referring to? All of it. Could be the Russian all of stuff. It is going to, it's going to end up in cancellation of the show. What? Yeah, we're going to be. We talk about bad things like there was there was a Telegraph article reveal telegraph yeah the telegraph out of the uk how how putin plans to flood the west with migrants and the whole thing Mm. about Mm. how russia's going to use migrants to affect elections in other countries and i'm like hello Hmm. (laughs) hello so they are saying there's collusion between putin and biden hello media well i mean to be fair putin did endorse biden for election i know nobody wants to talk about that they're still saying he wants Trump back. It's like, well, no, he said he wanted. No, Biden. no, 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 no. He does not. He <laughs> He's he, having way more he fun Trump with Biden. But he in there. prefers Biden. Uh huh. But this concept uh-huh. that they're doing this in Europe, it's like, well, uh, what do you think's going on in the United States? Yeah, like, come there's on. There's still Europe around, though. I guess. I mean, I've never yeah, been there. I wonder how many more years they're going to survive. The wonderful EU without food and without electricity without putin giving them what they need well without them buying what they what they need voluntarily they're just not buying it and then the uh, to show you how bad the media is the story about yeah. wendy's and their surge pricing oh my god what's this now the wendy's had a you know one of their usual boring things where the ceo spoke and he said moving into 2025 you know, we're looking mm-hmm. at things like digital menu boards, dynamic pricing, and a few other things. And of course, saying dynamic pricing, mm-hmm. all of the media ran with, oh, they're going to do surge pricing like Uber. They're going to charge you more for your Whopper when it's lunchtime. Shit, I better get my Whopper ordered right now. Then. Sorry, Whoppers don't come from Wendy's. But otherwise, we're perfectly I'm right in the, the Wendy Wendy Whoppers. Those are good. I covered this on this week's random thoughts, which was fantastic. I went and then just did a quick Google to see you who know, I had, need to start listening to that again, who had covered this story. And it was everybody. Literally mm. every news organization you could think of was on the list. Mm. And that was mm. not what Wendy said. Nobody even picked up the phone to call and be like, hey, mm-hmm. Wendy's, can you clarify this? And the mm-hmm. worst thing was once Wendy's clarified that what they meant was not to do an Uber surge pricing. When they talk about dynamic pricing, they're talking more like early bird special kind of things, which, you know, if we're not mm. selling a lot of burgers between 8 and 10 p.m., you know, yeah. maybe the burgers will be 20% off between 8 and 10 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. So the assumption is, oh, they're going to jack prices up where they're talking about lowering prices. Yes. Now, when it came down, um, you know, the Wendy spokesperson clarified that you know, they will not be implementing surge pricing. Now, this article in the New York Post, it was uh, just idiotic because the Post is like, oh, Wendy's is now, uh, I don't see it in the article, but 
somewhere in here it's like wendy's is now walking back i'm like wendy's isn't fucking walking back anything you motherfuckers got it wrong a mistake Uh they're not walking it back this is what is used by journalists now when they're man commits suicide Uh uh-huh oh turns out he's alive man walks Walks back back. commitment of suicide (laughs) yes this is how the media covers the stuff rather than saying oh we, we we boned it we just assumed something that was incorrect you'll now be like well now wendy's is walking back there no but wendy's never said they were doing this mm-hmm. they said dynamic pricing they didn't say we're going to be doing surge pricing and then change their mind they never said that so there was nothing to walk back you fucks now are you wendy's uh like of the shitty quality food places what's your favorite if we had to go Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's wins. Yeah, I, I I would agree with that. Probably Wendy's and then Burger King second, McDonald's last. And I really like White Castles, but I understand the quality is not what normal people would consider good. It's I a certain taste. I loved White Castles because yeah. they're kind of a Midwest staple. Hell yeah. And they're delicious, but they're not a great burger. I mean, I love the taste, but they're not a mm-hmm. great burger. No, they're kind of a a steamed fake burger yeah. with onions, though. Well, They're so right. The onions are delightful. The burgers are now so thin that they're like paper. And the buns are so inflated. Yes. You're right. They're 99 they to thinner than a slice of cheese. They're 99 percent air because you can take like a mm-hmm. whole slider and put it in your mouth. You don't even have to chew. It's going to no, disappear. No. Yeah. That's why it's called a slider. I don't even understand how it works. It's kind of like the wife loves these little mints that this one company makes these peppermint mm-hmm. things that you put them in your mouth and they just disintegrate. This mm-hmm. is kind of what a slider does. Mm-hmm. And I like them. That's why you almost have to ask for extra pickle because then there's at least something you can chew that's about all you're getting that doesn't disintegrate extra that's true the pickles you can actually feel Uh uh-huh nothing else not not the meat not the bun the pickles you got yeah oh that's why i love me some pickles too now now that i'm a shawarma nut you got to have some good pickles are you are you eating a lot of shawarma about once a week I am not a fan of shawarma. I prefer kebabs. Oh, the kebabs are great too. They make those too. The the shawarma is basically mincemeat. It's uh, it's chopped up meat that is then kind of molded together. It's very burrito like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like the Arab burrito. The yes, the Arabic burrito. It's um. I do find that the uh, the bread is actually quite a bit tastier than the burrito. Yes. Oh, totally. Yes. Um, well, I think the place here that does, I mean, all the bread's freshly made. Oh, it's delightful. Mm-hmm. You can you can do it in a, you can get it with pita too and do it more like a yudel. But uh, I like the. So the price of a Whopper is seven nineteen right now. For a single Whopper? Wow. Singer Whopper. I'm looking at the Burger King app right now. You got me hungry, so I'm looking at stuff. You're like, the home of the Whopper right here, unrelenting. Yeah, not brought to you by Whoppers. The Impossible Whopper is $8.19. God, that's disgusting. And then Texas Whopper is $9.99. And what is that? Well, it's, you know, for 
It's a thousand ninety calories, is what it is. Woo! That'll keep you up all night. No, um, it won't. Hold up. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's basically a thousand ninety calories for the burger, and five hundred calories for the fries. That's a carb load. Now, would you like a a sugared drink with that? Oh yeah, you got, dude. Give me a frosty. Uh. 3,300 calories. Just for the Frosty? That's for the Frosty, the burger, and the fries. Okay, so your little sugar meter, man. I want to just, can you put that, eat that, and then just show a video of <laughs> hey, this the sugar. Is the Burger King app, dude. I'm not, <laughs> this is, no, but I'm, I'm not, not plugging my meter in and then watching the sugar go to crazy levels by eating Burger King. Be like, let's see what's going on here. Wow, Gene and is in serious trouble right here. There's not much meat in there either. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, the amount of carbs in a Burger King Whopper is pretty high. Yes. Yeah. You got Why to know. is the Texas Whopper more than a triple Whopper? That makes no sense. How much meat's it got, baby? Is it extra Texas meat? Mm. Triple Whopper is 1170 calories because it has an extra thing of meat. Woo. The Texas Whopper. Oh, I, it's got bacon and uh, cheese. That's why. Oh, well, you got to have bacon. I mean, if you're gonna have a burger, you gotta have some bacon on it. Oh, dude, dude, dude. So <laughs> dude, dude, I dude. went to lunch, went to lunch with my lawyer yesterday. And uh is there some impending uh, litigation that might have you missing a few shows in the near future? Possibly. Possibly. But it's all good. But uh the first time ever he paid. So I uh I felt like it was a special day when the lawyer picks up the tab. And uh, it, the other thing that was hilarious about it, other than him paying, was he had a, uh, two Jews sitting at uh, uh, Fogo de Chao eating bacon-wrapped chicken and Parmesan pork. But was it delicious? Oh, it's always delicious. Love that stuff, man. And when your lawyer picks up the bill, that usually means there's really bad news on the horizon for you. <laughs> <laughs> they're like they we see you're gonna be making us a lot of money in the near they're future like, uh, there's uh, probably a hundred grand worth of spend coming up yeah uh-huh. I'll, I'll pick it up don't uh-huh. worry about it we don't want so you to good. even think about going with a different law firm uh-huh we're yeah. the nice guys that bought you lunch remember that's right and i've in the i've had them for over a decade so it's the first time in 10 years um but it's 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 fine it's all good he's uh People load on the I carbs. Think he's man. a good lawyer. Well, that's good. I've used him a bunch of times for stuff, so I think he's good. Although he does never actually do the work. It's always other people. He's a partner. Hey, as long as he's got good people doing the work that you need done. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the important bit. But um love love me some fogo de chow. What's your meat of and choice? I'm not the only one. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Wait, because you know that proteins are good for you. Yeah, well, we've talked about it before. You you don't have any up there, right? No, we do. I've never been yeah, to one. Have we have one. I thought it was some other brand. Uh, no, I think there's one up here. It's not super. It's, it's not okay. super close, but I mean, it's a close enough. Like it's mm. as close as we can get to, like a Gibson's. For some reason, we're out in the middle of uh, of like nowhere, where the yeah. the nicer, expensive restaurants want nothing to do with this area for some reason. Mm-hmm. They probably charge you too much in these suburbs. We should get one, man. I think that uh, 
I, I don't know. I think their pricing is pretty reasonable for what you get. You could eat a lot of meat, man. You can eat a lot of meat. Now, there's a cold opener. Uh, you think? That's not a very good one. Yeah, we'll, we'll come up with better. Chicago, Illinois is located at River North. Fogo de Chao. Okay, there you go. So, but you've never been there? No. No. Okay. Have you been to other churrascarias? The only one existed briefly out here and then closed but yes it was another brazilian steakhouse kind of maybe it wasn't mm-hmm. as fancy quite as this but yeah and then in disney world there is one uh that uh, is in the the polynesian hotel which is a little bit of a polynesian vibe to it mm-hmm. but it's the same kind of thing they they carry around the big skewers like we got meat we got steak we got pork we got it all yeah there is one in oak brook that they would do. be the closest one uh okay well maybe uh head out there on a special occasion or something when gene is incarcerated the wife and i'll go and be like Woo-hoo! they finally <laughs> yes. put that bastard in jail oh yeah that's that's worth celebrating yeah that all depends if there's a big yeah. uh big check coming our way for information given to the authorities uh-huh. exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> gotta spend that reward yeah. somehow baby Hey, Gene, man. Gene would like this. Yes, yes. You got one in, in Dallas. Yeah. You got one in. I've been on the most wanted list for years and no one's ever found me. <laughs> it's, that, it's that beard, man. Under the beard, Gene <laughs> looks like, uh, you know, Gary Cooper, man. You would not believe it. <laughs> Gary Cooper. Going back away. We were like, who's Gary Cooper? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you might as well say Danny King. Oh, Danny King was a good one, too. I remember seeing him on <laughs> Bewitched. Really? Yeah, he did a he did a stint on he was like the oh really he was Uncle? something on Bewitched like her oh. her father it was something weird uh, huh you never know so what else is going on uh, any comedians we need to talk about that need to die soon beyond Richard Lewis who it's like oh wait I'm like I I'm like I didn't remember I didn't I didn't go look through the uh, the archives or anything or the transcripts yeah. but he's we did we definitely did talk about him when we were talking about curb your enthusiasm but that was quite a few shows ago so that was not an immediate kind of like we talk about somebody and the next thing you know right if anything it was a slow burn definitely a slow burn and i think that was one of the questions like why haven't we seen him on curb lately because they the regulars are still doing the show but uh we haven't really seen richard and he was a big part of it initially you like you know he was a fake friend right a fake friend it would yeah like he was a hired actor he was not actually friends with larry david but he was hired to play larry's friend oh nice yeah so they only got to know each other after he was hired but the character of richard lewis he was playing was um you know and like an old friend of larry's from new york but believable obviously uh yeah yeah i mean uh yeah you take a bunch of those neurotic jews who used <laughs> to do comedy back in the 80s yeah they're all friends right they all they have to know each other right yeah yeah unless they're uh completely uh anti-social like larry david and just went home immediately after performing why would anybody ever leave the house i mean i don't understand well, these days i think most people don't understand people like you don't want to go out there so first time i saw my lawyer not wearing a suit oh 
Yeah. What was he, he was wearing? wearing a, uh, he's wearing a tracksuit. I was going to say Adidas tracksuit. Like, yeah. At, uh, I was like, dude, out of uniform. This is totally a bad sign for you. That <laughs> he picked up lunch? That he picked no, up lunch and was sign. wearing the Adidas tracksuit. Yeah. Well, he's just clearly they've changed their uh, standard outfits in the firm. Well, when you're out and about. Mm-hmm. This whole concept of uh, making it look like you're professional is overrated. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, I never got that with, I mean, shit, when I worked at Circuit City or Radio Shack, you had to wear the jacket. Did you have to wear a tie with a shirt, sleeve shirt? Yeah. Like, what the hell, man? Why do you need a, well, also the jacket. So, I mean, you had to wear a a suit coat. Yeah. No. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. I thought they just wore shirt, sleeve shirts with a tie. No. No. I mean, Best Buy, maybe. Mm. Circuit City, you had to wear. No, Best Buy was blue shirts, man. Yeah. Yeah. The, maybe, was you're, maybe you're thinking of in Chuck, which was the fake, uh, the the fake uh, <laughs> company that uh, they worked for. Chuck was a great show, though. Let me say, I uh, never watched it. You never watched uh, Chuck, man? No. Oh, you no. would like Chuck. I've I've had somebody mention that. There's uh, as soon as I get done with House, you know. How many do you have to go there? Because that's a long. I'm on the last season, man. I'm on the last season. They started jumping the shark a little bit. They totally jumped the shark. <laughs> it is beyond believable at this point. Everybody's just calling it in. No one's actually trying particularly hard. But it was still a pretty entertaining show. I think they should have ended the show before they decided to, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we sent House to like a, a mental asylum or a jail or something? Like they needed to stop it before then. Well, this is why the end of mash which an iconic show an iconic series of episodes at the end because i think it was over multiple nights unless Mm -hmm. i'm misremembering but it's hawkeye in the loony bin and it's like really this is where you want to end it was just Mm -hmm. it was a very strange choice yeah to be that's our send-off well i'll tell you what when we end this podcast you'll know it because We'll we'll talk about how hey we should do a podcast and, and it'll be a fun thing to write and that'll be the end of the podcast. Yes, and you'll never hear from us ever again. Nope. Unless Except you keep for all donating. the other shows we do, right? Under different names, which are totally <laughs> yeah. not your, your donations for this show. Do not carry over when we get to unrelenting to, to other shows. That's right. right. Every right. year, every year we change the name slightly. Yes. <laughs> unrelenting oh you were working on that thousand uh, dollar uh whatever uh, title oh i'm sorry yeah that was the other podcast yeah this podcast <laughs> this is totally different show don't you understand mm-hmm. don't you understand i mean if you want exactly. to support the show you just go to unrelenting.show all the information yeah, because is there. we don't have ads that's why you should support us because remember most podcasts out there have advertising we don't and it's getting we don't do ad reads or anything, which is worse than anything else. It's the ad. Unlike reads some shows from the people in like the gob, gob who does ad reads gob from. Well, because uh, CSB sends in things and that's yeah. not really. No, I, I, read, I, is, uh, I was listening to gob and uh, I heard that there was an ad read on the show and that one of the co-hosts uh, did not appreciate having ad reads. Well, especially because the ad was for. Just two good old boys. Well, that doesn't really matter what the ad was for. That's irrelevant. I'm just saying uh, from a, 
you know, listener standpoint that I am. A show with a long bearded guy and a tech professional. Just two good old boys. Mm hmm. That, that's also a description of the other Gab. You know, good old boys is also Gab. I know. Well, I, that's why I said the one day to <laughs> dude named Ben named Ben. I'm like, hey, you're infringing <laughs> on our copyright here that we don't have. Uh-huh. Like, I see. I, I see why you named this show G.O.B. Uh-huh. <laughs> Now we get flying it. under the radar. Just right, right, just right under that radar. Nobody noticing nothing about nothing. But we That's don't have ads. Right. But this is how we started talking on this episode. No agenda with their donation segment, yeah. and moving it to the end and being able to watch and see how people just tune out. Even though it's a very entertaining part, doesn't matter. People are like, uh, "I got to save me some time." I I got to tell you honestly. Had the segment always been at the very end, I don't think I ever would have listened to it. You're right, because you're like, the show's done. Because the content's over, you turn it off. It's what you do with all the movies and everything when they start rolling credits. If you really want to. I'm sure there are people that listen to the post-show jingles. Um, And I did when I listened live, but lately I don't listen live. I just played back, and I never listened to the jingles either. Well, this is... A big thing across the board, whether you're talking podcast, YouTube, that everybody wants to see where your attention wanes. And this is why having the minute by minute kind of watching when people are jumping in and out of a show is interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, what you really need to do, I think, in order to confuse everybody, because the minute they know a segment is coming that's going to last any amount of time, they can tune out, they can fast forward. You almost have to throughout your show, rather than doing a donation segment, would be just every now and then interrupt the show with, oh, no, no, you can't do that. I know where you're going and you can't do that because that gets people to literally unsubscribe because fuck that shit. (laughs) What? Just to say, hey, we got this in from this person. Hey, thanks. Yeah, you can't be doing that. You can't be doing that interspersed throughout the show, man. No, you can't. It gets people lose interest not if it's quick there's a show i will point you to a show that that has that kind of continuous non-stop advertising sergey used to speak.com yeah sergey used to speak i wish no it's a show called um unsubscribe this podcast well they were asking if you look for the if you just do a google for unsubscribe and in the word podcast you should be able to find it and uh they have an appropriately named title because i cannot stand listening to somebody that has interrupts the conversation amongst guests literally every five minutes to talk about the show or do an ad for somebody or to tell you to subscribe and or something i'm like dude i'm gonna take your freaking advice and unsubscribe right now and the guests might be interesting. I, I ain't like going to listen to that show. It's, I'd rather listen to those people somewhere else. They're up to episode 93, so they're not even up as far as we are. Come on. Well, I know. I know. But, you know, we're in the top 1% of all podcast survival. This is true. Because we refuse When you're in the 100s die. or like 206 like us, right. you're definitely way up there. We refuse to die. We refuse to mm-hmm. relent. We could have yeah, just hit I mean, episode 100 and then moved to a different name. So the feds can't find us. That's right. Yeah. 
Feds can't find us. Yeah, because the Feds just go on uh, um, uh, Podcasting 2.0 and do a search by what are the longest running podcasts? Because clearly they're up to no good. Those are the ones we got to look at. So Mm. what is the secret sauce then of getting support from an audience that isn't? Well, you don't want ad based. That's number one. So to have an audience supported show. I mean, there are shows that do it with things like Patreon. Our buddy that I does, think the, the who are these as podcasts. a viewer slash listener, my preferred method of doing that, including shows that I've donated money to, is you mention something initially right off the get go quickly that you are user supported, listener supported. You don't have ads, blah blah blah. So if you want to send something our way here's how you do it you want to make sure you tell people how to do it and the best way to do it is just paypal gene at sir gene no i just can't what's what's our official paypal i don't know if we actually have one because it all just well, comes into my paypal as, uh yeah and then you forget to send me my share that's true that's why i'm asking what's the official every one every time there's no it's darren something it's Darren something. There you go, folks. Just send money to Darren something on PayPal. I got like Darren something dot com. Probably. I have so many emails on PayPal. I know. I don't you think there's a dedicated unrelenting one that's being no. used because no. you don't have to. You set up the thing and then it's marked as unrelenting for like the the donation. Yeah. Hey, did guru just jump into the troll room and said, you suck. So thank buddy. Thanks. Thanks for hanging in. What's the kind of things people Who's come he? in? Digiguru, he's from uh, the city here. He's from Chicago. Oh, he's from the city. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he knows you. So that's why he's saying you suck. Yeah, he's going to take me over to Foco de Chow over in Oak Brook and do some damage. Oh, that's nice of him. That's what I thought. Yeah. Have ourselves a gay You going to be wearing a tracksuit? <laughs> I wasn't planning. I don't have one, but is that, mm. do they, is it like in a fancy restaurant where like, oh, you don't have a jacket here. Let's provide one for you. <laughs> <laughs> is this i want to go to the new gene restaurant where it's like oh you don't have an adidas tracksuit well we can provide one for you everybody <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. restaurant's wearing an adidas tracksuit that would be fantastic that would be both a fantastic comic hint hint csb uh-huh. and it would be a pretty damn nice restaurant there you go would everybody have to be in the same color tracksuit though where they all be white and then you're serving barbecue that could be fun too <laughs> yeah that would be fun I do usually wear a white shirt when I go to Fogo just to, as a challenge. Just to see if you can keep it virgin and clean yeah. all the way yeah, through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because having the getting back to shows that are supported. Yeah, that's a balancing act. Yeah. So once in the beginning and then a longer version of that at the end of the show for the people that bothered listening to the whole thing. But yeah. I, don't, I think if you do it more than twice, it works against you. You're like, hey, come on, support the show. Don't be a douche. Mm-hmm. But the people this is that are, why I don't watch Twitch is because it's nonstop money for money. Yeah. But if it's hot chicks, you'll watch. Uh, there's no hot chicks on Twitch, dude. God, there's chicks that are drawn to be hot. They all went to OnlyFans. Yeah, they're all OnlyFans. Yeah. But the, you know, as much as. It's more of an antiquated system. Mm-hmm. The guys that do who are these podcasts seem to be doing fairly well with Patreon. 
it's mm-hmm. a, it's yeah. a little different. The uh, tell them Steve Dave, which is out of the Kevin Smith buddies thing. Mm-hmm. I I I've not subscribed to their Patreon in a while, so I don't know the content may have changed. But at mm-hmm. least they were giving bonus extra content. The normal show was mm-hmm. still going along, was still free. It wasn't limited. They didn't cut it in half yeah. and say you want to hear mm-hmm. the end because that sucks. But they still had. I don't close. know that people need bonus content though. Like I've been signed up for Tim Pool's thing, deal club, whatever you want to call it. I give money every month. That's called I, you um, being a John and him being a prostitute. No, not really, because I don't really use the benefits from that. You know what I mean? You're like, just um, using it as a way to move money. <clears throat> yeah, because uh, what I can do is I can log into the website and then watch the extra hour after show where they all swear and well, there talk is about bonus content. That, then, yeah, that there's an hour every day of bonus content. Woo! But my point is, it's there. It's available. They make it. I almost never watch it i maybe once a month out of all out of every day but did that make up your mind to start giving them money because that would also be the other question yeah it it did definitely influence my deciding to start giving them money but honestly after i started giving them money i have no interest really in stopping giving him money because i do like what tim's doing i like that he's bringing people on the show with a big audience you know he's got the largest live audience on youtube what is he pulling Um, in now per video uh the live stream numbers i think are getting close to a million okay that is fairly impressive being on a daily basis the nightly rating he he is he's got a bigger audience than all the tv networks yeah he's outperforming cnn absolutely Way he's outperforming Fox. Fox is close, I think, on some of the shows to a million. Yeah, but that for but I mean, they've talked about it that like multiple times when they check, they're they're usually ahead of Fox and on viewership and doing it on a shoestring budget on some network that you and I could well, use. Okay, shoestring budget. I don't know about well, that. Compared but, to Fox yeah. News, I mean, I'm not saying he's not. Yeah, paying yeah, 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 yeah. He's he not put a uh, lot of money into a studio. billion dollar corporation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. It's something but also, that you could do in he, your home for like, he, if you had $50,000. He mostly $1, has no ads, and occasionally he'll have one ad. If you had to produce the set, the cameras, the microphones, yeah. and you had to build this under fifty grand For you, what he's doing, I'd say probably around that around 50 but right now he's been in the process of having a new studio built for them which well, yeah, is much bigger. he's got too much money he's got to have a write-off somewhere he's got a lot of money man yeah i think last time he talked about it he said that he became a millionaire about 12 years ago like way before any of you know before people really knew about him and uh he uh at this point, uh, his personal net worth is over $10 million. Needs that write-off. Needs jeans $5 a month. But he's got his, you know, he does need my 5 bucks a month. He's got, maybe it's 10 I don't even know. But he's got, uh, you know, he's got the chicken farms. He's got the coffee production facilities there. 
He's got he's building a coffee shop in downtown of the city that they're in. Oh, he's diversified. He's diversifying like crazy, man. And and he's donating a lot of money. Like there was somebody that uh what was the legal fund for? Some something happened recently and they were looking for Oh, it was I think uh somebody got accused of racism or something. It's another one of these defamation things and they were looking to get a hundred dollars and go fund me and he donated ten grand. Nice. Yeah. He's standing up for the people that need a little. Yeah. And and he's got a super cheap wardrobe. It's a black well, t shirt yeah. and a black hat. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hell of a lot easier when you don't have any money yeah. to pay on wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. A wardrobe budget is basically ten of the same thing. It's all you need. Don't need anything um, more. But I yeah. get it. Yeah, the, the write-offs. I mean, have, have you seen uh, Marquez Brownlee on uh, YouTube? MKBHD. Mm-hmm. It was a couple yeah, of I months watch back. Him occasionally, he did. A, I think he's pretty good. I just like I don't normally subscribe to his content. Yeah, if you don't watch the video, he just got a studio space in New York. I mean, mm-hmm. that'll make Tim Pool like drool. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just amazing. The well, one, the amount of space, because if it is in New York, where I think it is, you know what yeah. it costs to to get in there. Mm-hmm. And then he had like these little robotic things that move the cameras around. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. this thing is like, you know, 120 grand. But, <clears throat> you know, yeah, just for fun. Yeah. Like, oh, damn, that's that's what he you also know. doesn't pay for jack shit. He gets everything for free. Well, I'm sure he has sent everything in the if hopes that he will talk about it. In one of his it. videos, but it's then not- he actually got paid to talk about it, not the other way around. Well, yeah, Tesla freaking gave him a car for a month. Uh, yeah. It's like, these are the kind of things like, hey, come on, please talk about us because you have a huge audience. Uh, Yeah, yeah. And for Tesla, he may very well have done it for free. But for most of these things he discusses, he's getting paid 100 grand to talk about something. And then... He has the uh, shoe brand. So just like Trump, he's got his own. He's producing shoes. and Just like Trump. I'm just- pretty sure his shoes were around before Trump's. <laughs> yes. Well, Trump was following him. Gary Vaynerchuk yeah. even made his own yeah. shoes, and they sucked. Uh, and so does Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk. Dude, he just showed up in my email box for the first time in a while mm-hmm. because he's like, oh, I'm going back to basics, doing another like wine show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I want to see what he's doing this time. Yeah. And I tried so listening Gary, for the first Gary, five minutes. The audio suck? sucked. You couldn't even hear yeah. him. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? You were doing this before anybody else. Zoom or something. Uh huh. Like you were doing this he, before um, anybody else. You have to be able to hear what you're saying. So the 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 backstory in him is, uh, you know, he's a kid of immigrants. Uh, yeah, made money selling he, baseball cards. Yeah. He was always a bit of a shyster and his parents owned a liquor store. Yeah. And so he basically started doing marketing for them. And that was the genesis of the Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk um, wine, whatever. What was his wine library TV called? was the first. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so it was it was just marketing for the store. That's what it started as. And people seem to like it and it, you know, Obviously well, because wine, as somebody who doesn't really drink wine, I understand the market enough to know 
that there are five dollar bottle of wines and there are thousands yeah. of dollar bottles of wines and i don't know the difference and mm-hmm. i think that leads to an opening for that kind of content because people don't want to look like an idiot if you're going to the liquor store if you're out to dinner like well i don't know what i should order. don't I, they i they, i don't think they do you want to look like an idiot when you mm. go out mm. i don't but people do some people want to look like an idiot or they go just give me the most expensive that must be the best yeah most i mean a lot of people are drinking t- like really shitty wine too they're drinking bottles or uh sorry boxes of wine mm, good box wine is hard to find yeah and and there's a I remember somebody talked about this that was in the industry is how it was very unfortunate that the first companies to adopt using a novel packaging scheme of boxes for wine were cheap winemakers because right. it it's a superior design for selling wine for shipping wine well yeah and it for keeps drinking it, wine you know the thing you want it with doesn't wine, let it oxidize right and no light yeah no light no oxidization um and it's cheaper than the bottle and it's square so you can store a lot more of them in the same space there's so many pros to using a box but because it's the the companies that made super cheap wine were the first ones to adopt this technology nobody else can because no one wants to be the expensive box wine because it's going to be a laughing stock instead of being, uh, you know, treated as a good wine. We had a few. And there have are tried. a few have tried. There were some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are some better quality ones that are box wines out there, but they're really like swimming against the current. Yeah. Well, there was ones on Shark Tank that were trying to do like glass by glass, which is even those harder. work. Those those totally went. Yeah, those went gangbusters, man. Like I just wanted those were good investments. Just, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can buy them anywhere. You can buy them in grocery stores here. You can be like, give me one of them. Just want a glass of wine. I want a glass of wine that I'm going to drink as soon as I get in my car. <laughs> While I drive my kids to soccer practice, they're the reason why. stronger with the kids in the car. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That was, it's, when I was watching that, I was, you know, I my original thought was, well, this is going to be way harder. to If you can't get people to buy this in bulk, although I guess you can have a higher profit margin on the smaller it's sizes. a way higher profit margin people are willing to pay for it because generally it's a fairly cheap not a super cheap but fairly cheap wine and um, you're selling it for about the quarter of the cost of the bottle but there's actually seven glasses per bottle and you're getting the convenience factor oh you were taking it on a picnic mm-hmm. oh going to see little jimmy play uh little league yeah. oh i'll have some wine with me yeah and you might as well bring a box but since you don't think box wines are good you're gonna bring one of those yeah and have a fancy little glass you could just pull the top yeah. off of i don't know it's they it's sold them so at the funny. ballpark here for a while did they yeah okay um yeah it's been like uh it's been like over two years now that i haven't had a drink you've been a lot more fun since then too i don't know about that but i feel better well that's key oh i get to now be up at 4 a.m twittering and xing i don't know if that's good for you i it's not but 
I, there's no way I would have been able to do that if I was drinking. You would barely be able to get up to do the show. Barely. I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I just, I think that's one of the biggest things I know is for myself at the age that I kind of stopped drinking, which is 50 is, um, is that, uh, or I guess after 50, I stopped drinking, but 50 ish. And is that when I didn't drink at all for like, uh, several weeks, I had noticeably more energy now now that's like the default state so it, it i don't feel like i have more i feel like i have you know whatever amount the standard amount of energy right. and when i was have. drinking i probably had less makes sense but uh but that's that's you know when i was young dude i was i don't think there was a time in my life where i don't think a single day would go by in a year that i wasn't drinking with somebody it's just a very normal thing. We had yeah. we had uh, well, you're Russian, dude. Come on, that's like vodka with everything, right? Isn't that yeah? Like but I'm water. talking about the the U.S. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, but you're still Russian. Well, the, the the Russian part it's is in your like DNA. When we, when we, it's my DNA. Yeah, that's right. And boy, does uh, CSB want to get a piece of that DNA? He wants a little Russian in him. He wants to verify and confirm your pure blood Russian. He wants that killer blood. instinct that Vlad the yeah. Terrible has right right it's it's funny um so you know i was actually watching a video game video the other day in polish and uh it's interesting to see how many words different languages borrow from english oh yeah and that's i was i read something the other day about the easiest languages to learn if you're a, mm-hmm. an english speaker and yes it pointed yeah. out exactly that that a lot of these like very close you know you can pick mm-hmm. up certain languages way more easily than others i don't think any languages are easy if you only speak english no not extremely but easier than others because nothing's like english everything's kind of far away from it german's probably the closest but german is not easy to learn if you speak english like saw, if you speak Spanish, Italian's pretty easy to learn. If you speak Russian, then all the Slavic languages are pretty easy to learn. If if you speak uh Latin, then all the Romance languages are pretty easy to learn. Um but English is kinda you know a bastardized it's, language. It, it's like I said, I maybe I'm wrong in this. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I'm I'm pretty sure that German is the closest language to English. All I know is I saw somebody post on the Fediverse. Yeah. Wow, the Fediverse. There you go. There's I know. And they tagged CSB and uh-huh. it was allegedly the contestants for Miss Poland this year and like almost <laughs> all will be hot blondes hot white blondes it's like oh, that's there's they, not yeah. a lot of diversity there in uh in poland i see why it might not be there's a bad enough place diversity to visit. there's plenty dude that's uh uh so let's see yeah a polish stereotypically like hot looking polish chicks were always blonde in my experience nothing wrong with that yeah i mean it's kind of like 
It's really, if you think of a stereotypical woman from Dallas, Texas. I don't know what that looks like, except for like Sue Ann. Uh, Big hair blonde. Right. Well, I'm thinking Dallas from like the 1980s. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah. That's that like that's overlaid equivalent to what a Polish chick would look like. There are certainly people with dark hair in Poland, too, that are Polish. But um, but my stereotypical experience, I guess, with Polish hot women is that they're all blondes. Yeah, that would make sense. And like actual blondes, not fake blondes. Yeah, not bottled. Yeah. Oh my god. I I remember when I said that type of phrase to somebody uh talked about how, you know, I I I have an affinity for redheads, but really the real redheads, not the fake redheads. <laughs> they didn't like that. And holy shit did that piss off this one chick that was like, "Well, what do you mean? What do you mean fake redheads?" You know, if I choose to color my hair red, I mean, I'm more red than the redheads that were born that way because they didn't even choose. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold it. Hold up. Slow your roll. You're not natural, baby. Yeah. You know, I mean, you might have great tits, but if there's a dick down there, I ain't real. (laughs) The whole package ain't doing it for me. It's if you had to do something to get to where you're at, then you can't call that not fake right but they can because this is the new sickness in society is no you have to call me by the pronoun that i want you to or you have to do this you have to do that no no they can call themselves anything they want i'm I'm not going i have no obligation well soon you will they'll be putting you in jail well we're not in canada so we're lucky because it seems they're Mm -hmm. going down that route of well if you post hate speech on the internet yeah they totally will do that like here's the thing canada is so fucked i mean canada when i was young canada used to be like basically one big country that was a boy scout camp right kind of right yeah the whole country was that and uh you know they were nice they 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 were nice to their mothers they uh said please and thank you and uh you had to learn how to live in the woods and tap maple trees and that was your experience and maple syrup is delicious yeah, although we have that in Vermont and stuff too, but yeah, yeah Canadian maple's good. What's well, CSB um, posted you know, something? I actually like birch syrup's really good too. I don't think I've ever tried that. Mm-hmm. But CSB posted something about saying please and thank you, you know, mm. to the AI for when they take over that maybe they'll be nicer to you. Oh, I always do that. Whenever I tell Alexa to go do something, she'll tell me she just did it, and I say thank you. I do too because I. I I do it purposefully because I think if I stop doing that, I'll stop doing that to regular people as well. Like when you go into, no, I'm just doing it for when they take over for the so you're, you, Yeah, you've got a strategy. I have no illusions there. No, I know it's coming. It's not a question of if it's a question of when it's like, yeah. So instead of where some people with their devices are like, yeah, give me the weather. We're like, Oh, mm-hmm. If you're not no, too dude, busy the at number this particular of people moment, that could you call their devices the like bitch and cunt and everything else <laughs> is crazy high. You talk about wives or their uh, the devices? Devices, I said. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you, you mean change the name? Because nobody calls their wife that and no, stays married. Not for long. Not for long at all. No, and I, I rewatched the uh, COVID episode of South Park uh, the other day where it takes place in the future you remember that one the where all the guys are like in their 30s 
No, I must have missed it. I I watched How the last that you should watch it. I only it's watched on... the last two. See, once it switched over to Paramount, yeah, I stopped Paramount, watching yeah. it. And I wa- I downloaded okay. the last two seasons, although that was only like ten yeah. episodes. So I need to go back. Further. Yeah, they're super short. I need but to yeah, go back further. They grab the COVID episode. It's a two parter, and that they're, they're all adults and stuff. But in there, in the early on, you could see Randy's kid. What's his name? Um, stan um being uh talking like driving the car with this woman and he's talking to her like it's his wife and then you notice that he's addressing her as alexa and then and then she's you know bickering and arguing with him like wives do and uh and then he says oh stop alexa just stop and then you see her image disappear (laughs) it's when you realize like oh in the future alexas will actually be holograms yeah why not And they'll actually interact with you non-stop okay okay and all i have said again and again if you were somebody who had that name as your legal name before these devices came out i would be mm-hmm. suing amazon into the ground because they screwed you oh totally yeah they screwed you. DigiGuru says he'd like to see a cage match between Kevin O'Leary and Mark Cuban. I don't know how that would go. I, I mean, think Kevin O'Leary would bite Mark Cuban, <laughs> and I guarantee you he would. And, uh, you know, Cuban, he's, he's too damn tall, right? Yeah, he's a big the guy. The taller you are, the faster you fall down. Yeah, but so, you also, as long as you're not falling, you've, you've got a chance to yeah uh, but do kevin o'leary is is he's like a chihuahua he's just gonna bite you right away <laughs> yeah he's a little pit bull little well, uh-huh. okay maybe a chihuahua is yeah. better yeah oh uh, whatever pit bull chihuahua. But he, he's he's just gonna grab onto the ankle and not let go so i think that cage match i would love to see it in the sense that cuban definitely is a uh somebody needs to be taken down a few steps well he is successful he's drinking his own kool-aid oh this i agree with he's that he's not successful he had one good hey, deal he has the and money he's been living off of it yes he was literally a character they made fun of in silicon valley the show with that said he, he was made, that guy right that the one was, with the the guy with the car the, and the the, the billion the uh-huh. billionaire guy it's like hey man yeah, i want another like comma a, <laughs> that was uh-huh. the comma guy that's all he cared about <laughs> is the three comma club you right know? so you got to be in that Hey, I'm looking and, for my, uh, I want to get into the three comic club, baby. Come on. Uh-huh. Working my way there. And, uh, $2 at a time. You know, I think there's, there's a few girls that have gotten to that point in their body counts by this time. Right. They're busy. Mm. Very busy. <clears throat> but I mean, I, Mark Cuban, I think even though he is, uh, successful in a different way, he made the money, he invested in some companies that he's not a total pretender but i agree with you that uh he self aggrandizes is that the proper word himself just yeah, a little yeah. too much he would if he didn't manage to sell that hd net tv channel that he started up uh if he may, did not sell that he would be a guy no one's ever heard of still trying to make like his 10th million right now you know leary started with some kind of educational software or something software yeah yeah exactly it's like just boring software shit in canada 
Well, if it takes off and enough people get involved, enough people buy. Yeah. This is why all the, I'm surprised unless maybe it has, and I'm just not seeing it now that these, uh, large language models make it easier for people to do shitty programming and make shitty apps. Mm -hmm. Like, has there been an, they're not shitty. I don't think it's fair to call the stuff that the AI writes shitty. It's it's very standardized code. So if you really, this comes down to, if you have an idea Mm -hmm. on something that could be helpful, that would be an app instead of going to hire a, actual programmer at this point developer right rather than going to a you developer, hire somebody that knows how to speak ai rather than going to you know fiverr and finding somebody in india willing for five bucks yeah. an hour to help you write your program well, oh, now you just with that now you just go to the ai and say yeah. i need you know whatever you're working in code that does this yeah. and then you just punch it in and go oh i mean i'm curious i mean i've never tried that i should I would you be should. very it'd be interested in see um, how like AI could do. Bemrose wrote that fabulous Ryan Bemrose from Grumpy Old Men's wrote uh-huh. a very simplistic chapters app in uh, yeah for in Windows in uh, what do you call it PowerShell uh, yeah PowerShell that is able to you just type in the time code you type in the chapter name or the image or the url mm-hmm. and then it puts it yeah. all together in a json it would probably be fair i wonder if i could just go to chat gpt and be like write me this to do yeah, this you could. Mm-hmm. and then yeah. boom it just kicks it right on out ish guys right you, you might then do you need another ai to proofread it yeah. and figure out yeah. where the problem yeah. is yeah. exactly exactly I did think it was yeah, interesting. I mean, it is AI is definitely being used a lot by developers right now because it's way faster than looking shit up online through a bunch of website examples to do something. Now you just tell it what you're trying to do. But the, like everything else, you're just creating a new job category. And the new job category is an AI um interpreter wrangler you want you're, an ai wrangler you basically need to hire somebody that understands how to talk to the ai to get it to do what you're trying to do right which yeah. is still you're still going to pay somebody it just may not be somebody called developer that makes sense i would thought it was unless, interesting. Some, unless you want to learn how to talk ai i thought it was very interesting that a girl forget what college it was was accused mm-hmm. of using ai in a paper mm-hmm. and her claim i mean again this is the world you never mm-hmm. know what's true what's not but her claim was she only used grammarly yeah which, that's an AI. It, but it's an allowed ai because it's only to correct your grammar mm-hmm. it wasn't a do you know grammar test this was so there was no uh there was nothing that said you couldn't use that and i think there's a big difference between mm-hmm having an ai that's correcting your grammar and having an ai that's writing your prose it, they're not really the you think it's grammarly, the same thing, huh? grammarly does way more than correct your grammar incidentally it's also a ukrainian company so i got rid of it but <laughs> i know um, i know right after i paid for it you told me that yeah yeah there's there's a different one that i use that is not um it's called pro writing aid they're not ukrainian it's it's just like grammarly uh, very similar, but I think they they're not quite as uh, cotton gin says fix your it. own grammar. You don't well, 
You, the ability no, has you to can't be do there. that. Nobody does that, dude. As somebody who's written books, no, you have other people do that. Every time um, one of these things, whether it's Grammarly or pro writing aid or yeah. anytime one of them throws in like a semicolon, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I didn't know mm. I needed a semicolon there. Who? What the fuck yeah. is a semicolon? Um, well, that's when you have a list of things. Yeah. And you're separating them. But yeah, I can understand. And then sometimes you Did get that go to grammar school. No. And then you get the dash. Okay. They don't even have grammar school anymore. They have elementary oh, yeah. school. Nah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got the dashes, you got the colons, you got the semicolons, <laughs> you got all these things. And it's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, you got well, problems. You, if you, you got problems in you, your colon, you, think you need a you proctologist. Know, you know way more than the current generation does. Well, they don't is, know how to do anything related to writing. This is true. They don't even want to yeah. use capital letters because they are. Nope. They are. Uh, they they can only print uh-huh. and they can only print lowercase. Right. Because capital letters are aggressive. They don't want to trigger anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, well, no, periods or something were aggressive or two. There was like period. Yeah, there was a oh whole thing God. at one point, too. Like, you guys are just fucking nuts. Well, periods are aggressive. I don't want to deal with blood. This one. I'm not. We're in grammar. We're talking grammar. Oh, okay. I thought we moved on. We're, we don't want to just all of. They want all of the text on the Internet to be E.E. E. Cummings, you know, just all lowercase. No mm-hmm. punctuation. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe it would be a better world. Can you imagine if all the fake news stories were just put in that kind of a format? That yeah, is- it'd be just like the best movie in the world, wouldn't it? Idiocracy, you mean? Uh-huh. That's the best movie in the world now, T. Well, I'm glad you think so. You thought, well, I knew where you were going with it, because even though you are <laughs> like sleep deprived and tired, I can still hear that little synapse going off. <laughs> Idiocracy. Maybe I'll have to watch Set it up. like 4,000 <laughs> more times, and then I'll be like, dude, I finally get it. I know, I know. I think you were just, I don't know what your expectations were, but clearly they mismatched the movie because uh, I was laughing my ass off. So I watched another movie that Ben recommended that Ben couldn't also believe that you didn't like Idiocracy, but he recommended a movie I'd never seen called God Bless America. Have you seen this movie? It's a very generic title. Let me look it up. Mm -hmm. Came out maybe 15 years ago-ish. I was probably too busy getting laid. I doubt it. God bless America. Mm-hmm. 2011. Yeah. No, so that does not ago. look familiar. It, it, I, I like don't that think guy. It made he a, was in that one show. The, the Joel he was Murray. in that one show. You're right about that. That one show, the guy. Yeah, he usually plays one of those guys. Yeah, the one like he's yeah. going to tell mm-hmm. you why you're stupid. Oh, he was in Mad so Men for 15 the, episodes. The basic uh, premise is you got a guy who is just miserable in a lot of things in life, as Ben tend to be, and just putting up with everything. And then he ends up snapping and wanting to, well, he's always been kind of, thinking about wanting to shoot people or kill people and then finally he snaps and does it and boy does it feel good so it's a movie about mass murder it's a it's a it's a dark comedy about a love story between a mass murderer and an underage girl oh well what could go wrong 
So clearly major Hollywood uh, promotion for this one when it came out. Not. Um, it is very uh, self-aware, meaning it's poking fun at a lot of things it's saying. Like it's not saying shit seriously. It's well, it sounds like it's serious, but then it's actually making fun of itself. But uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I was genuinely LOLing. Did you just uh, really say that? I was genuinely LOLing. I was genuinely LOLing. And I don't say that, uh, you know, lightly. Because not many things make me laugh out loud in real life. Uh, And this movie did. I was watching it by myself. And there were a number of occasions where I laughed out loud at the stuff that was happening. So uh, another recommendation came through Ben. I would suggest you watch it. I'm sure you, in fact, uh, it's free. I watched it for free on Amazon right now uh, on prime. So well, I will, I will add this to the, the list when it's written and directed by Bobcat Goldwaith, you know, it's yeah, going to be yeah, good. Yeah. And that's, I was going to save that to the last. You beat me to the punch because uh, I was going to say, and by the way, it, it is yet another movie that was written by the, the great writer of shakes the clown. Oh, Shakes the Cloud is a grissy. Now, that's a great movie. That is a comedy classic. Well, then you will enjoy this one. That's all I can say. I love Shakes the Clown. Mm-hmm. The people, if you haven't seen and Shakes, the Clown hates you. Yeah. I mean, but that's one I mean, I think we can agree on. That's a movie we both put on the list. Yeah. Bobcat is a, uh, you know, whether he's Bob or Bobcat, depending on the day of the week, he's, uh, he was pretty damn funny. Oh shit! I think we just killed Bob Goldthwait. Oh no! Is he, well, he's still alive, so that's good. <laughs> Today he is, but what? What about tomorrow? True. If we're by the next show, by the next show, the curse, the uh, curse, the curse lives on. Now, have you Don't ever watched? Ever talk about comedians. Have you ever watched the? Probably consider it a dramedy. Sports night. It only lasted two years. Half hour comedy slash dramedy. It has the word sports in it, so I'm going to take a no. It has nothing to do with sports. It's all about, it's very, very, very loosely based on ESPN. And it follows the people that do the show rather than right. following the sports. So, uh, but it was yeah, one of the Yeah, so that best. would be a no. Oh, it, there were some moments in there that literally was the last time I could probably remember with a television show laughing out loud and there was one particular bit i remember playing for a mm. buddy of mine that came over i'm like you got to see this show and he, he fell on the floor laughing could not even mm-hmm. speak because mm-hmm. the thing was just so he ruffled yes so literally and that rarely happens in real literally life. ruffled and it's like it was just just a very well written show and it had some of the most uh witty dialogue and it was, yeah. it was a shame that it didn't last longer yeah, well, than that but that's true of most shows with great dialogue that's why my perfect example of that is is um uh risk development which was started and stopped like three times over the course of all the episodes because they kept canceling it because people didn't get it and it is absolutely in my mind in the top 10 of the best written shows in the history of television yeah, and Sports Night was Aaron Sorkin's first series. Oh, Sorkin, sure. Yeah, he's good. It came in right as like the year before. The, and I think the West Wing started a year after, which is why I don't think Sorkin really cared about what happened with Sports Night after the first mm-hmm. 
two yeah. seasons because people were hoping they were going to pick up for a third. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were one of the first shows that I ever remember seeing where the actors would be delivering their lines while walking through hallways and things like that where the, you know the camera's obviously in front yeah. of them yeah but that's way harder to do than standing in one place and and delivering it's a three-person operation yes you got one guy facing the correct direction with uh guiding a guy who's walking backwards and keeping the cables and everything else moving and then there's the camera guy himself and then the people that are actually doing their jobs and putting, you know, saying their lines while making sure they don't, you know, trip and fall while doing it. Everybody gets a lot of exercise, though. True. True. This was it was a hell of a crowd that they employed on the show. Josh Charles mm-hmm. who went off to a bunch of different things. Peter Krause, Felicity Huffman, Sabrina Lloyd, you know, from Sliders. Mm-hmm. Robert Guillaume as the uh, station manager. I mean, just. Oh, funny. It was a fantastic cast and just so, mm. so well written. Oh, and uh, William Macy also was in there for six episodes mm. who stole the show when he was on yeah, it for he, six episodes. A good character actor. So that's a, that would go at the top of my highly I'd recommend if uh, you can watch something. It's you know, they're quick 22 minute episodes. You'll be through mm. the whole series within about a weekend. Which is wings wings uh, i saw that well, who was in wings you want to, do you want to eat wings is that what you're saying uh, yeah i was thinking food i'm getting kind of thinking about lunch i thought maybe you were talking about the show not paul mccartney and i did wings. watch the show wings occasionally i was never like a super diehard fan or anything but it had some good episodes it was about one the of the guys that, that ran an airport on nantucket uh-huh and monk was in it adrian monk uh before he by, was monk. yes before he was monk uh, why can't I remember his actual name? The, uh, Tony Shalhoub. The, yeah, the um, the cab driver. Lebanese Am- guy. Antonio Scarpacci. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though he's Lebanese. And if you say so, I didn't. Uh, did you? Are you in CSB in some kind of club where you check everybody's DNA the minute yes, they walk through the yes, door? We, we absolutely. It's called being a Slavic person. Yes. What are <laughs> yeah. you? Tell me what you are. <laughs> I, I ask that of strangers all the time, and people don't seem to understand why. Anthony Mark Shalhoub. That's, like, was, that's an interesting last name. So where does your mother come from? Exactly. He was born and raised in Green Bay. He's American. As, well, no, he's more American than you are. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, he's a Lebanese dude as far as I know. Yes, well, they said his father owned a grocery chain. He emigrated from Lebanon as an orphan See, at age I, I 10. could tell i could tell by looking at his nose see i determined that just from purely physical features and his wife uh, the mother was born in wisconsin mm-hmm. to lebanese parents so yeah yeah hey 100 percent right See, there you go. CSB don't even need a uh, DNA just, check. You, you just tell by looking at his nose. You just need Gene. He will tell you if you have any question <laughs> what anybody. It's a new service Gene is providing. Send him a photo mm-hmm. on X and he will tell you. I do the it on lineage. Fiverr. I, I have a Fiverr that does uh, DNA analysis without needing DNA. There you <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it works that way. How, how reliable uh, are these results? Hey, it's as reliable as I am. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> there are no guarantees on anything no no but he is a pretty good actor 
and you will get a free poncho with every DNA reading <laughs> that you get. <laughs> DNA reading. I like that. That's a good <laughs> phrase, right? Yeah, we. <clears throat> I'm a professional DNA reader. Yeah, I can tell by just the oh, way. Oh, really? Look. Where yeah. do you, you have you have equipment for this? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, Photoshop. I, I just use my eyes. <laughs> yes, a monitor. <laughs> uh good thing called an internet connection it all just works together yeah i can't believe you looked them up that's hilarious that was real time real, we got to know these things man we have to have the oh, information you, you don't trust me what no no i'm uh, always we're always looking to fact check immediately yeah and he's got holy shit one two three four five six seven eight nine siblings he's one of ten kids that's crazy yeah yeah they were busy. They were busy. And he's a fan of the Green Bay Packers and still holds season tickets. So there you go. Really? Now, that's something I didn't know. That's impressive. <laughs> this is this is the things you can find out at IMDb. Uh-huh. I'm sure you have a listing on IMDb. I should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are the producer of the producer program. That's correct. And of no agenda. And, I, and I'm also a legitimate businessman, too. That's more questionable. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying that that, that listing is a roughly equivalent to being a legitimate businessman. Totally legitimate. It's hard to get yeah. listed on IMDb, you know. Yeah, you have to be real. <laughs> or kind of. I mean, you produce no, no, no agenda. Uh, no fakes. One mm-hmm. episode. You were at one episode producer they got you down for. For what? An associate producer of No Agenda. Associate. Episode. It just says one. I don't even know which I, episode. I did not add that. Somebody else must have added that to me. I think I did that artwork, too. 1534. Really? Yeah, you were. You must have. That may be the last time you donated was episode 1534. Uh, What are they on? 1630 something. Right? Oh, I think I donated about a year ago was the last time. That'd be about right so right around there but i definitely did not add that to my listing i don't i never did no agenda stuff no well somebody was doing it for a while and even like all of the art uh let's see there's a darren o'neill actor drama rama no that's not me but i am an art director for no agenda so i i am oh congratulations and i am db from 2020 to 2024 mm-hmm. that's uh what we I, are known for um yeah that's very cool and and uh so as the art director you get to control all the artists and yeah i control everything mm-hmm. that's nice i'm the guy pulling yeah. the strings i thought you were the fluffer right was, was that the real title i'm the pre-show guy you're the fluffer right no agenda getting everybody ready like when you go into a live television studio that's what audience, a fluffer does gets everybody ready guy that comes out is like hey everybody where are you from mm-hmm. anybody here from out of town Woo! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hey what's going on hey, we're getting you ready yeah that's called a vamp but get you the get people excited yeah get back to you don't really do that <laughs> i get people ready to troll it all depends you, you you're mostly just playing music though which is you don't think that gets people ready to troll i've i've had people totally just quit everything because they heard taylor swift they're like i'm out yeah exactly <laughs> that's exactly right i'm out <laughs> Would you like to play a little Taylor Swift today? No, no, I don't have any ready. I would. You don't have any ready. Oh, you're going to so get kicked out of the club now. Don't have any at the ready. Did y'all hear that? Boom, 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 boom. Darren O'Neill 
is not ready for Taylor Swift. Oh, I'm always ready for Taylor Swift. If Taylor Swift knocked on the door, you wouldn't. I wouldn't even say goodbye, Gene. I would just be gone. You'd just be out of here. Be like, where'd he go? Got something to do. Ching, 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 ching. Yeah, I don't yeah. have. A, I don't know. What, what were you, if you met Taylor Swift in in real life form? In real life form. Your, yeah. What would your first words be? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a great way to start a conversation. <laughs> be like, so. uh you know? It'd be like, how about that? How about that? No, I think I'm way beyond that. I mean, I've met uh-huh. enough hot country uh-huh. music stars back in the day. Hot that, country music stars. Well, she's neither. None of those. So, well, she was a country music joined. star at one point. I mean, let's also remember that yeah, I worked everybody for was a country music star at one point. Four different playmates and had them calling me up at all times. Yeah, it's mm. really once you get that, it's like, what's the point of being? nervous it's like it's a you know it's not like there's a big it's difference the between, money dumbass it has nothing to do with looks because she ain't got it it's the money <laughs> money 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 what could you, well, yeah. you want me to picture i remember like, to this day the first billionaire i ever talked to i know what you're saying you're like gene's like if you meet taylor swift the first thing you want to be is like i have this podcast called unrelenting we could use some uh-huh, funding uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Would you like to lose? Would you like to lose a lot of money quickly? I have a podcast, and I can Uh I can help you. I have an amazing podcast that I would love to have you promote for me. Could be a great write off for you, Mm -hmm. and it could end your career once people listen to the show and they're like, "What? Uh Uh What's this? What are they talking about?" Yeah, that would go really well. Who was the first billionaire you talked to? The first billionaire I talked to was the owner of, well, at that point, a large percentage, but not the complete owner of West Publishing. West Publishing? And, yeah. The, the guys that make all the um, law books and have an online uh, service that used to be a lot more of a thing, not anymore these days, uh, called Westlaw, where you could look up any case like you know any for historical purpose right. so basically it's where lawyers used to search for past cases to reference before ai um, was just faking it for them yeah well now now they don't have to they could fake everything just fake yeah uh exactly have the ai come up with some fake cases did you you it's interesting you say that well let me finish the westlaw story so i talked to this guy would have been i want to say to, or sorry, 1994-95 time frame and I was sitting in a cigar shop smoking a cigar middle of the day and there's another guy sitting there smoking a cigar and he thought you and, were homeless and I noticed that he I was wearing a suit and tie like I always used to not a track and I noticed that he I'm in totally not totally not I never, franchised I noticed he had a one of the brand new Motorola Super Slim flip phones, uh, not not the Track TrackMate or whatever the hell it is, but uh, one of the really thin ones when that came out. And so I said, "Oh, hey, you got that phone? It's pretty cool. What do you think of it?" So we had like a half hour conversation about his phone, and then uh, then I I think I told him uh, some opinions about politics. Haven't recently ran for office. And, uh, 
it was only when uh, he was leaving and we shook hands and he gave me his business card did I realize I just talked to my first billionaire. Oh, then you came right after. Uh, no, that would have been about six hours later when I met up with a hot chick. But um, while still thinking was, about uh, the billionaire, no doubt. Uh huh. Yeah. No, it was one of those things where had I known he was a billionaire, I would have clearly asked for money. Because, because billionaires are known for giving lots of money away to people that ask them. Right. That's what they're known as. They're known for. Mm-hmm. Known for that. They for love being it. Too. Not good at handling their money. They they love right. I, there's no. Uh-huh. I can't even figure out how they've got so much money because they give so much away. I know. Right. They should have zero left. You're like you're looking mm-hmm. for a good investment. He's like, yep. What you got isn't it. But I'm looking for a good investment. Uh huh. Looking for one not finding one you got to yeah. pick his brain a little bit and that's he's just a regular guy billionaires are people yeah, too. yeah. no and i I'm, i met him a few times after that i mean he was he, he stopped at the cigar shop and stuff so where you would often spend but, your days yeah i would spend a lot of my days at the cigar shop smoking expensive cigars mm-hmm. you know now that's I, the reason smoking is the reason everything bad's happening to people <laughs> probably i i had a cigar uh a humidor in cigar shop literally since the mid 90s up until i moved to austin i always had a i have photos of adam uh hanging out at my cigar shop in dallas and my uh my locker there was labeled no agenda oh mm-hmm. now he's like don't I don't want to be associated with you because you know unrelenting well yeah what did you do exactly <laughs> that pissed him off so much was it me was it me well it sure sounds like it was you no no it was everybody else mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. the uh the unrelenting show is one that people turn to for a little bit of sanity in an otherwise insane world they can hear about what Gene's ordering for lunch, what kind of a Whopper, Fried chicken, how many grams of carbs he's going to have, what that's going to yeah, do I'm to his sugar level. Gonna, I'd, I'd rather have something with low carbs like fried chicken. I don't, is really, are there not, there's a lot of carbs in fried chicken, isn't there? Well, luckily they don't list what they are, so. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's healthier for you. When they don't mm-hmm. list the nutritional values does not say, oh, well, this must be healthy. I mean it might be yeah you never know because they don't list it is it good you're right it could absolutely be healthy mm-hmm. that's what i'm I'm gonna go with that mm-hmm. i don't know of a food that's healthier than fried chicken i, I my brain just broke at that one i'm guessing there's <laughs> broccoli <laughs> baby uh, uh any vegetable broccoli is not healthy at all man there's nothing in broccoli any vegetable whatsoever probably healthier than fried chicken have a little kale how do you figure that most vegetables are lacking in most nutrients you don't, they're horrible for you when you come to relent unrelenting you get the best nutritional advice that you can pay for which we don't offer but yes i mean honestly you can replace everything that's good about vegetables you can literally replace with a handful of vitamin pills well, that's what you should do then not eat at all what you did for what but three you weeks? can't replace the protein in the fried chicken you know you could have grilled chicken 
without skin. Uh, yes, but the skin's the best tasting part of it. Well, that, there's no doubt about that. In fact, last time I went to Costco, I picked up one of those Costco chickens that they sell and lose money on every time they sell it. Yeah, the rotisseries. And I just ate the skin and threw the <laughs> chicken away. You know, I would like, does your Costco have the little area where, like, people can sit down and eat? Uh-huh. Because yeah. I would love to see the guy who buys, like, mm-hmm. three rotisserie chickens, eats mm-hmm. the skin, and then just throws mm-hmm. the chicken away while people are watching yeah. you. The skin is a much tastier part of the chicken. Yeah, like, oh, would anybody want the meat? No, I that's that's yeah. garbage. I just wanted the... And I don't know why people would think that's weird, because I also really enjoy and, and order every time i get sushi i get salmon skin rolls i've never had sushi so i wouldn't know but that might oh, be delicious no yeah so salmon skin rolls uh and i get the hand roll version of that is basically the skin from the salmon that's fried that's fried skin digi guru says so gene is protein yes i am totally protein i i don't understand why people wouldn't be protein have a lot of skin what they'll have get a lot of skin the skin is the best part yeah skin's great man I, a protein skin is the best i don't know how the middle eastern place makes their chicken but yeah. it is delicious it's the best damn chicken i've ever had i have a suspicion that it, probably it's delicious for the same reason that the place that i really enjoy here has amazing chicken is it going to root it because for me? they i'm gonna tell you because they marinate it it's something delicious you're not just eating raw chicken that's right. cooked with some shit slathered on top you're eating chicken that's been sitting in marinade for 24 hours that has deliciously sucked up all the yes flavor and i've got oh shit i shouldn't have ordered chicken and then cook just right i just realized i have marinated chicken sitting in my fridge right now and you just ordered lunch I just ordered chicken for lunch. See, you're going to have a lot of chicken. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I do enjoy the chicken, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, that's good because you're going to have a lot of it. It's, uh, there are plenty yeah, of ISO contenders for today, too. Yeah, I don't know. Well, definitely better than that first one that you decided to go with. Yeah, that was not a very good one. And the sound quality was perfect today no dropouts or anything so clean feed winning over zoom so far well, clean feeds always had good audio quality the issue with clean feed isn't the audio quality it's, it's how the you fact can that move the channels it's, around it's yeah it's that i have to keep my mode to set up a certain way otherwise i don't hear you and it's also the reason why i haven't just ordered a mac mini yet or a mac studio because i'm like i don't know my mode 2 ain't gonna work uh, it's totally going to work. Did you see the um, the link I sent you or several of them after last show? Yes. Or the uh, the display adapter. Well, that was yeah. what I wanted so to avoid. You can hook up two natively. Correct. And you could do like three more. And then you could do a th- three through six using USB adapters, which honestly, you'd never even know the difference other than the fact that uh, you can't play games on them because they're not accelerated. Yes, and you can't do anything that has the moronic. The 3D shit. Well, it's not just the 3D. Anything with digital yeah. rights management. So if you're doing something, oh right, correct. Or correct. if you have, you yeah. know, if you log in for to watch Netflix or something, it won't work yeah, on that yeah, monitor because yeah. they're like, oh, no, you're trying yeah. to copy it. 
Like it's so yeah. fucking hard to copy that stuff. Yeah. But that exactly that way you could get away with the cheapest of the Mac minis. You then just need like a nice mm-hmm. dock for a and couple hundred cheaper bucks or now it's like literally four ninety nine. Well, that's what Costco's always had it for. Mm-hmm. But if you hop it up to the Mac mini pro, you could do the mm-hmm. monitors right out of the box and get much mm-hmm. quicker. Although it's still like 16 gig of Ram. I know it doesn't really yeah. matter that much, yeah. but it, that's still as a windows user. They need to do some yeah. better marketing to let me know why my shitty old three-year-old Windows desktop that has, uh, what does this thing have? 64 gig of RAM. 64. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me why 16 is okay again. Well, I'll tell you right now, um, and it's, first of all, the more the better on any computer, period. Yes. Okay. So you got to keep that in mind. But here's the, the other thing. It's like. Right now, all I'm doing on my computer, on my PC, which we're talking on the Mac, is I'm running two web browsers and Signal, okay? Three applications I'm running. It is using 24.7 out of 64 gigs of RAM right now. That's a lot of RAM for that. Whoa. Whoa, dude. You you okay? The web browsers. I hit myself with a microphone. (laughs) The web browsers do end up taking a lot more RAM than you would think. Yeah, and... And that's, it's just, now granted, I have probably 30 windows open, but still. And they're all running video, but that shouldn't take up that much RAM. No, they're not all running video. No, they're running mostly my email. And now if I look at the, the Mac, uh, let me look at the, see how well it manages that small amount of RAM that's in there is right now running the browser that we're talking on. And it's running OBS that is sending audio and video to the internet. Uh, and Descript is still running because I forgot to quit out of it. And Signal is also running. And, and the Mac right now has half of its memory unused. And this is so what, 16 only, or 32? Only, it's a 16, yeah. It's only eight so it's only using years. like 8.3 gigs of memory right now. Interesting. Um, so you like the Mac mini and 9.3 gigs. So it's just, I think the Mac does not require as much memory for processing. However, I will give you the caveat that when it comes to shit like Photoshop or video editing, there is no substitute for having real memory. No, you gotta, it doesn't matter how, how compressed the code is that runs. If you're talking about uh, you know, moving video files and playing back video that the more RAM you have, the more it'll keep in memory. Well, what I really want to find out is because when I do processing on any of these two hour plus shows, mm-hmm. it could take 45 minutes to an hour to process. I'd like to cut that down to more like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, it could probably do it damn near real time because uh, it's. Uh, uh, well, I guess you don't want it real time because you don't start the processing until after we're done. So never mind. Right, you want that all to be done so everything's nice and smooth in the finished product that you're hearing right now mm-hmm. if you're not listening live. But if you are or if you're not, join us live when we do these 10 a.m. Central Time, the mighty No Agenda Stream, NoAgendaStream.com, TrollRoom.io. Mm-hmm. And if I ever get an X account, maybe we could broadcast live on X. That'd be fun, too. Hell, yeah. Well, and, we're, we're doing it right now, but yeah. I know, but that's your X account. Nobody follows you. Follow Gene, that, Sir Gene that's TX. True. Yeah, follow. Yeah, I see. No one follows me because I forget to ask for it. 
follow Sir Gene TX as in Texas. And then follow Sir me, Gene TX, Darren O'Neill. And then follow you're me. Probably on, already getting following Darren if you're listening to this anyway. Also follow the Fetty, me, Darren, D A R R E N at Planet Range dot social. Yeah, don't bother following me on the Fetty. No, you're gone. Are you I ever, know, but there's there's so many people still following me on there. Are you ever coming back? Well, I don't know. I mean, is the, is the Fetty going to get better? Yeah.